When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Health insurance plans come with deductibles and claims processes that are confusing and expensive. CrowdHealth puts you back in control of your health care. Each member gets a personal care advocate and access to thousands of other members ready to help pay for large health expenses. Visit joincrowdhealth.com and use code HEALTH to get your first three months for just $99 per month. That's joincrowdhealth.com code HEALTH. CrowdHealth is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for health care. Terms and conditions may apply. It's your boy Rado, man. Just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glob Bastards, man. We in here. Chelsea. You know. Girl, you my little trapper. One phone call and I know you coming. All right, so we got Lil Rado off the porch with us today, man. What's up? What's up? What's up, man? You know, you know how you feeling today, bro? Just chilling, man. It's a blessing to be here off the porch finally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I watch a lot of interviews with you, and now I'm here. Okay. You know. That's what's up, man. It's crazy. All right, so Charleston, South Carolina, man. Up, Talk to us up. about the city. What goes on out there, man? A little bit of everything, man. It's a small city, but, you know, we bulging, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of talent out there, man. We just trying to put ourselves on the map, you know what I'm saying? We Geechee done, you know. Yeah. It's gangster. You know? yeah. Speak about the Geechee culture, man. It's like Geechee got a language, man. It's like something like our ancestors started as a way of, like, communicating with each other. It's like broken language, you know what I'm saying? So instead of saying out here, we say out ya. You know what I'm saying? Just the, just our own lingo, you know what I'm saying? Every city and state got their own like way they talking. So some people mistake us for being Jamaican, you know? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But they love our accent. Like everywhere I go, they be like, oh my God, where you from? <laughs> I be like, Charleston, man. They're like, talk some more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Do you only find Geechee, that, like that language, in Charleston? In Charleston, man. Okay. In Charleston, like, I got you. So describe your childhood, man. What were you into growing up as a kid, man? Really, in reality, man, I just grew up playing games in the house with my big brother, you know what I'm saying? Then after that, you know, I started getting involved with the wrong crowd type of shit as I got older. And I said, I've been doing real good in school till I up about like 14 years old, man, you feel what I'm saying? Then after that, it's just been crazy. Started doing stupid shit, getting locked up, you know what I mean? Oh, really? Hell yeah, so that shit hell, man. Did you end up finishing school or? No, I never finished school, man. I just ain't really even focused on it, you know, so much shit. But I, I had bad influences around me to the point where I just been like, man, fuck school. Because everybody who else I grew up around, they ain't finished school, so I thought it was cool not to. You know, I didn't really get common sense till I got older and be like, that shit ain't it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, what would you say has been one of the biggest life lessons you had to learn in your life so far? Oh, just be yourself, man. Like, I got a lot of dead homies in jail. And like, you know, they in jail or they dead, like, a lot. All right, so how long have you been making music? When did you first start? I'm making music for probably, like, three and a half years now. And, like, I probably started, like, I started 2017 because I got locked up for this, like, on robbery charge, you know what I'm saying? So after I got out or whatever, 
they let me keep my job or whatever. So after my job, I just go over to my homeboy's house. His name Q. He had a studio on St. Margaret Street, right? So I used to always get off work and go there. So I saw all them doing music, and it was like one day they was like, "Hey, you want to do a song?" Cause it was, you know, it was free to do. <laughs> so I was like, "I don't know, man. I've been shy, like, so I've been like, want some shit, like, man, let me give it a try." So I did my first song, and I liked it. I was like, I never knew I had that talent. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? It took them to bring it about me. I perfected my craft over the years and over mm-hmm. the months, but they really kickstarted it because I wasn't even going to do music. So, like I said, it's just being around people who was doing it, I started doing it too. Okay. Like, why not? It was fun. Like, I liked it. I yeah. Like, so, yeah. But they started off with, like, a house studio. So, I'd be like, I can't honor, like, the quality. So, I founded a bigger studio and just started going there. Okay. So, yeah. So, how long have you been taking this serious and, like, investing into your craft then? Uh, I used to do it for fun, but I just now started taking it serious, like, this year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because I be like, man, this music thing is the only thing that's going to really save me from what I'm doing now. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I got to get it how I got to get it, but it ain't the right way. So it's like I see everybody else who making it from music, and I know I got talent and potential. So I be like, why not go full throttle with it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I said, this year I really like, like, let me just start doing these interviews and really investing in myself. Because if I don't, then I'm not going to be getting away. Yeah, I feel that. Who were some of your favorite artists you were listening to uh, when you first started? Um, I got older brothers, and I grew up around older people, so like they like play like Soldier Slum and like okay. BG and old school like Cash Money and all that, No Limit. So I really grew up on that type of stuff. But I like Biggie Smalls. Yeah, I like his flow and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I really grew up on old school stuff like. The new stuff cool, but I, I get tired of listening to that because it's all fake. So I go back to the people who were really loving it back in the days, like them. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. yeah. So, uh, how would you describe your style of music that you make then? Are you kind of like on the old school tip or you? No. See, me, I catchy. Like, if you listen to my music, it's real catchy and it's real flowy, bouncy. You know what I'm saying? I got like songs that like, I leave, like, you sing in the shower type stuff, you know? But, when I first started rapping, it was like I didn't know how I was going to rap. I was like, am I going to be a gangster rapper? Am I going to be a lyricist? So I was like, I used to listen to a lot of speaker knockers at the time. Okay. Like, I, lo- I love speaker knockers. Like, Art, rest in peace to him. He's from Columbia, South Carolina. So it was like, his songs was like catchy and short. So I really inspired my songs after him. So really, he's my inspiration. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I like catchy songs, just, I don't know, it just stick to me, like, so. But I couldn't really, like, follow in his footsteps, like, sound, like, cause you know how, like, you look up to somebody, you, like, people, like, actually try to be like them and copy their sound. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want my songs short and catchy like her, but I don't want to sound like him, because it's going to be like, oh, he a rip off speaker knockers, so. Yeah. No. Yeah, you got to have your own sound. Exactly. So, yeah, so, but that's who inspired me. <laughs> yeah. No. So what's going on with the music scene in Charleston right now, man? Uh, it's a lot of people down there rapping, like a lot of people. But see, the thing about Charleston is we small. We don't got no big platforms. We don't got no major record labels down there. So it's like if anybody down there wants to blow, we got to put our music in their faces. 
Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we wouldn't get heard. You know what I'm saying? Because the only re- the only thing we really know for is like being a tourist city and like the Dylan Roof situation. Like we ain't really known for music. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody checking for us. So that's why, like, you know, I'm traveling outside of Charleston to Atlanta, LA. Really, because I see that now, because, like, even before I started rapping, people who was rapping before me in Charleston, they were rapping for, like, four or five years with a big Charleston buzz, and it's just a city buzz. It's not, like, worldwide. And I see the mistakes they made, and I be like, they, they're still right there because they don't travel. Like, they're just waiting for, like, people to come to them, and I'm not waiting. I'm finally bringing my music to them. Yeah. To show them, hey. I'm from Charleston, and I got something to say. Yeah, I uh, feel so, that. <laughs> like, for real. Do you feel like most of the artists out there support each other, or is it more just everyone doing them themselves? It's like, it's, it's favoritism out there, man. Like, you got to be popular or well-known for, like, people to really take you serious. Because, like, if you're not well-known in Charleston, like, they're not going to, like, take you serious. Or, like, they'll be like, oh, he rap? Or, you know what I'm saying? They'll be like, who is him? Like, you know what I mean? And you can be, like, you can be talented, and be way better than the person who's like popular and they'll still overlook you because you're not popular. And that's the one thing I say that we need to do better as a city, like actually look for the talent over the popularity. Yeah. But then, so. Why do you feel like it's so hard for artists to, to make it out of South Carolina, man? I don't know, man, it's, it's crazy. Cause like I say, man, it's like, you really gotta be different Cause like there's so many artists down there rapping, and it's like nobody down there checking for us, man. Like nobody from another big city is saying, "Oh, I'm going to go sign a Charleston artist or South Carolina artist." Like people like from the Carolinas, like the Baby and Moray. Like I don't know, they just stand out. Like I like the Baby because he's from North Carolina. It's like three hours from where I'm from, two and a half. But he got he got famous because like he started like. Wearing a diaper at Southwest and stuff like that. Like, he just started doing things, like, out of the ordinary. Like, he stepped outside of the comfort zone. Like, he ain't wearing no diaper no more because he just had to do that to get noticed. You know what I'm saying? But once, he, once you get noticed, you get noticed. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you really got to do some stuff. Like, people be scared to, like, do things like that. He had the confidence. You got to have some confidence to wear a diaper. Like. <laughs> Real shit. So, yeah. So, I think, like, just doing stuff like that to get you noticed. Like, yeah. you know? Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm saying, like, you just got to have people saying, like, who is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. But the only way you can do that is just not being like everybody else. Yeah. So. How far would you go? Would you wear a diaper? What would you do to make yourself stand out? I can't wear no diaper, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I'm not wearing no dress. I see these rappers wearing dresses. I'm not doing none of that. Like, that's too far. Because, like, people would be knowing me being known as the dude who wore that dress. Like, so. But to each his own, I don't knock them. It's just something I wouldn't do. But I don't know. I probably. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. 
Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I like I'll boss my ass before I do some shit like that. Like, <laughs> Okay. All right. So, what can you tell us about that project, the chosen one, man? Uh, like I said, the name came from just me just surviving the city of Chosen. It's dangerous, man. Like I said, it's a tourist city. You got the nice parts, but you got the dangerous parts. Like it's split up into two, like the east side and the west side. Like from each each section, got like so many dead young dudes who ain't even love to see twenty one. And like I'm 20, I just turned 25, you know. So like I'm chosen. So that's why I named the that's why I named the mixtape after that, man. But as far as the mixtape goes, it's just like just me be talking about like my Molly addiction, talking about just you know my life, you know what I'm saying. But also just being catchy with it. Yeah. You know, so I just try to put my life in my music, but have fun with it, without like me seeming like I'm like crying, but. But when I mixtape, see what I do is when I make songs, I'll have like, say if I have like 12 songs, I'll probably throw like three girly songs, three sad songs, three party songs. Like I'll mix it up versus a mixtape full of talking about the same old thing. Mm -hmm. Nobody want to hear that. So I just like, just make a lot of songs about different subjects and just choose which ones I want to put on what mixtape. So, yeah. But yeah, but that's it. The chosen one, man, it's, it's, it's dope. It's okay. Mixtape. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what can you tell us about your new video, Don't You? Don't You? Um, I actually wrote that song playing Call of Duty. Really? Yeah, I was playing Call of Duty. Like, that's how I write. I play Call of Duty, but I have, like, my wireless headphones in my ears. So it's like the beat was playing, man. And I don't know. It just, it just comes to me. Like, the more catchier the beat, the more I can write to it. You know what I'm saying? So it just came easy. Like, like because these niggas it be hating, man. Like, these niggas hate me. Don't you? Yeah. If it's mine, I, feel, I don't know. It's just crazy how I make up these songs. Like, I just creative like that. So I just, but like, man, the core is hard. So it's like, if the core is hard, I got to make the dope, the, the verse is like, the match the chorus. Cause you like, you know how like a song have like a, a dope, you know, chorus and then the verse be whack. So I had to match <laughs> that energy on that song, man. So, and as far as the video, I find this like, I be like, I got to go all out for this video. Cause like, the song hard, like you don't want a whack video for like you know, so it's like I just got like a, a a yellow bone, like you know what I'm saying. Just just have fun, like we just got creative, you know what I'm saying. She been driving the Audi, I've been on top rapping, you know. I do things like that in my videos, man. So yeah, so yeah, that song was just I just write, I just have fun with it. Like there's no, really no purpose behind that song, just me just having fun, just writing songs, doing what I love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So have you started working on the next project? Yeah, actually, I got a mixtape already done. It's called, um, what's it called? Young Trapper. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's called Young Trapper. And I don't know, I don't got a release date for it yet, but it's done. I already did three videos from it, you know what I'm saying? But I really try to build a bigger buzz before I drop that, because mm -hmm. like, the more, the more I rap, the more bad I get. So I feel as though like this is like, way better than all my old stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I trying to really push the chosen one before I drop Young Trapper. But that Young Trapper, that just, you know, pursuing my trap side. Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just starting to get more realistic about what I do and, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you just gotta just be real about it. Like, put your life in your music. Yeah. You know, I, I a trapper, so it's like, you know, I am what I am, you feel me? 
let me just start making music about it, making money from my stories, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. But yeah, just, I try to release it summertime. I'm gonna try to release it like, probably like in July. Okay. Maybe, so I got a lot of work to do because it's about to be May. So I got a lot of work to do to pull my bug before I drop that CD. Because I want people to hear it, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's really it. Do you know what your next single or next video is going to be that you plan to release? Uh, well, I'm out here in the land. I'm shooting two videos right now, man. I'm um, I got a video I shot yesterday called "Love the Trap." Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's self-explanatory. I love the trap, and how I make my videos is like, I like whatever the song's about. I make my videos as a storyline. Like I'm not basic with it. If you watch my videos, it actually tells a story about what the song talks about. Mm-hmm. So like I say, the song called Love the Trap, so I'm gonna show you how, why and how I love the trap in this video that's about to drop. And the other one called, I think, I don't know, I shoot in another video, but like, I don't know how I want it yet. I'm still on Love the Trap right now, and then we're gonna work on the next video after that. I'd like to take it one step at a time. Yeah. But yeah, I got two new videos about to drop, man, the spring and summer. Okay. So you're pretty hands-on with your videos then, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I feel as though, because like, every other rapper, like, they're in front of the camera for like three minutes, but their homies just pointing guns at the camera, like, everybody's doing that. Nobody's really, like, taking, to, taking the time and initiative to, like, actually put effort into their video, so I'm doing that. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, why make a dope-ass song and, like, make a flam video like just call your video man i'll be like, yo shoot me and my homies in the hood right quick you know what i'm saying and like that's everybody's doing that bro so it's like i'm bringing it back in the days where like videos had a purpose you know like back in the early 2000s missy elliott like and oh, yeah. Rhymes, they really like inspired me because like that's i grew up in the old school so it's like they really inspired me to like take time with my videos bro I don't got the big money for the budgets they had to make their video pop. But yeah, they were like, spending millions of dollars what? on the Hype Williams video. Yes, man. Like, with the aluminum foil and the, I don't know. Like, I got, like, no, that is, that is big money. So I don't, so I, I try to make the best out of my budget. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's crazy, bro. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. Who are some of the producers you've been working with for this next project? Um, I really been, like, on YouTube a lot, man. Um, just looking up, like, I go on YouTube for my beats. I got some... I got Is there some, a certain thing that you type in? I just type in, like, go on YouTube, type in type beat. Yeah. And, like, so many beats will pop <laughs> up, man. So it's, like, it's crazy. It's, like, whatever stands out to me personally, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a, I got a, um, produce some work with in Charleston. I got two of them. One of them named Mossberg, Montana. You know what I'm saying? I started to work with him. Another one named, um, Big Hoof. So I'm really starting to work with them, but like that's how I started, like on YouTube. When I first started to rap, I didn't really know nothing about rap. Somebody was like, "Yo, it's a lot of beats on YouTube," so I just started to get on YouTube beats. But eventually, as I get bigger, I'ma have to like I see every rapper in the industry got they, you know what I'm saying? They got their own producer, like Zaytoven, and you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so it's like I'ma have to get one of those one day. Yeah, just kind of work with someone that can build up a sound build and create up, like, a sound for you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I don't try to work with producers. Like, I never, I don't got to bond with just one. Like, I want to bond one, but that's in due time, man. I'm just doing what I got to do with YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and speak to us about some of the challenges that come with being an independent artist, too, man. 
it's hard, man. It's really hard because like nobody believes in you at first, man. Like when you like from the ground up, nobody take you serious until like you actually start to make it. Then they like they sit back and they be like, all right, I'm gonna see what he could do first, and like. So like they like so once you start to do it, then they start to ride your wave when they see you like about the bubble. No, you was not here. Like this is the stage for every independent artist to like see who really rocking with them. Like you know what I'm saying? Cause like a lot of artists was a mistake when they get baked, they start to go for Instagram models and girls who wouldn't even give them the time of day when they was unknown. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not doing that. Like you're not here right now, man. Like you ain't coming with me. Like in the future, like it's no telling if this gonna blow. But if it does, no, you know. But as an independent artist, man, you gotta really put your own money up. You gotta really bust your ass. You gotta put in the footwork. You don't got no label behind you putting you on the radio. You gotta spend thousands of dollars. You gotta drive thousands of miles, city to city, state to state, print out posters. It's really about the grind, dog. Like as an independent artist, so like. But it's the the reward is worth it in the long run because like I say, like once you make it, it's like you getting paid like ten to like eighty thousand dollars a show. You get you know your merchandise start selling when you make it. You know what I'm saying? You start traveling, eating different foods, different places. So like you know what I'm saying? So it's like the reward is good for like the risks you take. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, cause you ain't gotta split that money with exactly, that. exactly. But if I do get big one day, I probably might. I sign a deal. I probably might sign a distribution deal. Okay. But I ain't no 360 deals and no man. Like I'm gonna get a lawyer first. Like I don't care how much money you offer me, bro. Like, like I'm gonna read my contract, man. Like, yeah. Cause like I, I like I learn from other people. Like I be on YouTube on the daily. Cause like that what most independent artists like feel at is like getting the knowledge. Mm-hmm. They just drop music, get a buzz, sign a deal, and get, you know, fucked over. So it's like, I'm not trying to do that. I'm really trying to, like, study on you. I've been on YouTube probably, like, four hours a day just watching how other artists do it, like Young Dolph and G Herbal, like, the independent ones like that. Mm-hmm. I try to focus on their story, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because all the information's out there. The blueprint's there. Yeah, like, YouTube got a lot of videos telling you what not to do as an artist. It's like, <laughs> so shit. it just, I, like, people don't take the time to look at it and, like, study it. So I'm like, I'm studying it, man. I don't really know the business side just yet. Cause I'm like still learning, but I'm learning it. Like I kind of got common sense enough to know like what not to do. Like, yeah, you know what I, mean? but, I feel that. What's next for you? What else you working on right now? Mm, really, I'm just on the stage, just building my fan base, man. Like you know, trying to like, cause you need fan. Like I, I got a small good fan base right now, but like I said, it could be bigger. Like you gotta never start reaching for more fans like because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there in a lot of places that haven't heard about you haven't heard your music like i'm in atlanta and i see like young dolphin key lock they got their posters everywhere, everywhere man yeah. they're promoting like crazy so that's like motivation like damn how i get up on them bow boys like that you know <laughs> what i'm saying so i really like networking right like right now like that's my main focus right now man like cause i got a lot of music i got like i got two mixtapes out you know, I got the chosen one and I got broken promises. That's the first mixtape I ever dropped. I got those two out. I got some videos out. So I'm just really focusing on pushing those. But I also got a whole mixtape in the cut and I'm trying to shoot videos that just have them tucked off. So it's like, like for example, if another pandemic hit, mm-hmm. I got stuff that I can drop 
that I like because you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. You know what I'm saying? So I can That's drop real. a video if everybody else was to come in the pandemic and be stuck in the house. I can drop that shit, man. Like, and they think that, oh, he just dropped. No, I been to that two months ago. I just been saving it for the right moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For real. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Any last words? Any shout outs before we wrap it up here today? Oh, no, man. Just scream my music. You know what I'm saying? Chosen one out now. All platform. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Zella Zoe, you know, my cameraman, Cray Vision, you know what I'm saying? My team, you know, I trying to build a team. Like, I don't really got a team, but it's like, I just got family. I look at them like family. Like, I grew up with them. They coaching me in this rap thing. Like, shout out to them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they was here, like, before, you know, when I first started, and they still here. So, them the people who I'm going to take with me, like, on the long run, man. But... Charleston, South Carolina, man, we coming. Like, I'm trying to be the first person from Charleston, South Carolina to actually bloke. So hopefully, man, like, I'm going to pray on it, though. But, yeah. But I love Atlanta, though. I love Atlanta. I'm going to be out in Atlanta probably, like, twice a month. Twice a month, I'm going to be here working. This the place to be, It's the place to be. There's so much opportunities in Atlanta, man, I'm telling you. But you also got to watch yourself because it's crazy out here, too. But I ain't out here for that. I'm just out here to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Girl, you my little trapper. One phone call and I know you coming, girl. You my little trapper. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.